Welcome to the Well To You podcast with Kirsten and Sue, your anti-diet wellness promoters. Our daily lives inspire us to redefine the definition of healthy. Let's give up diet culture and the belief that we have to look a certain way to be healthy. Are you ready for more energy, motivation, clarity, and vitality? Stay on this ride with us to feel fulfilled in every area of your life. let me borrow her book what's it called oh the road back to you by ian morgan Kahn and suzanne stabile and it breaks down oh no who yeah you, yeah my book. okay i was like wait i don't want i want to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> yeah. it breaks down who you are as an enneagram seven so you're a three no he three? three yeah okay mm-hmm. um so I was just reading about sevens at work, and we're going to see how we relate together in well, our I was, Enneagrams. I was laughing where, where it says seven at work as you were getting stuff set up. It says, give them a dry erase marker and a whiteboard and step out of the way. And Kirsten <laughs> is like all about those big post-it, giant post-it notes that you can stick on the wall, and she likes to write it all out. And I have horrible handwriting, and I feel like when I try to add something, I feel like inside it, it she dies a little when I like scrawl and cross out. And that's that's why I travel also with erasable pens and erasable highlighters. And that's funny. I, yeah, I am. Give me the whiteboard. Actually, in my um, when I was a school social worker, the big whiteboard that was in all of our offices oh, was yeah. in my office and yeah. I took on all the scheduling, all the writing down, <laughs> all the, yeah, so that's spot on. And then in the first paragraph it says, you know, sevens want to be jet setters and travel and see the world and that, you know, in some form that be their business. And um, in my, you know, through my high school years, uh, and college years, I never planned to live in America. I was going to um, travel the world, and I, I went to Costa Rica actually in my second year of my bachelor's program. And well, it was I did two years at a community college, and then I did two years for my bachelor's. So I was it was my graduating year. And I went and stayed in Costa Rica for three months. And when I set that up, my plan was to not come home. Like I would go to Costa Rica, I would get set up, um, you know, finish school, but I wanted to move to Costa Rica and teach English classes there and do some form of like, you know, stay with Habitat for Humanity. And, And so like that was my, that was my goal. And I guess it was like, six months before I left, I met my husband. <laughs> and um, and it's not, I'm not saying I came back for him. Um, fortunately, I did. Mm-hmm. But I, if, I was, if I wasn't coming back to actually like get my uh, diploma and graduate, I probably would have just stayed in Costa Rica because it was that beautiful and, and, and to me it was perfect. Um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm now here 
in America, and um, and like we're we're now in a space where we can travel and bring our um, recording gear with us in like one little suitcase. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> teach yoga wherever we want, coach coach virtually. Um, so it's pretty spot on. Yeah, I feel like um, if you have any like young listeners out there, my biggest regret in college was not traveling while I was in school, not doing like a study abroad program. Um, I was invested in teaching, or sorry, I was invested in dancing, so I was dancing at the same time as I was getting my degrees, and it just didn't feel like I could walk away from that. And so um, that is definitely one of my big regrets because for me, like, you know, I had three kids really close in age, so traveling became hard, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We're probably only just getting to the point where traveling is getting easier. Yeah. So I don't know how these Enneagrams work, but so far it seems pretty spot Spot on. on. What else is (laughs) it saying about me over there, so? Oh, what is it saying about you? Um, Are you still on sevens? I'm in both. I'm in both places at once. (laughs) So... It says sevens are rock stars when it comes to working on short-term projects or getting startup companies off the ground. Their optimism and creative juice and sprite energy move things along at a quick pace. Be forewarned, however, (laughs) sevens aren't managers or maintainers, so you'll need to find someone else to oversee the execution phase while you set the seven loose on a new adventure. Oh, oh, well. Good, good thing. I don't know what three is going to say, but I'm thinking that you're the person that keeps me on track and says, no, like, we're going to make this idea happen now. Like, yeah. we're going to make, like, we are going to make this podcast happen in two weeks. We're booking a room and let's go get it done. Yes. I feel like that was like desperation to get away. Um, so let's see. It says, um, Threes feel most at their element at work, which definitely makes sense. That's me. Um, and that, uh, so, so interesting. It talks about when threes don't work outside the home, um, like become stay-at-home parents. They have to hunt for external val- validation, um, which is so interesting because being a stay-at-home mom did not work for me. and. This is telling me why. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had need to have something else. Um, and I would say, let's see, what else to say? Three, very like long. Having, that work? Yeah, having an adult interaction, you know, like having kids is amazing and the, one of the most beautiful things. Um, and one of my greatest teachers is being a mom. Mm-hmm. And having adult interaction yeah. is just as valuable. Yeah, definitely, you know? definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, my job before I had my kids was teaching dance, so working with children. And so it, I did go back to work after Liam and Owen to that job, just like twice, two, two days a week. And then I had Declan, and, and honestly, no one wanted to watch three babies under three. Like that was just, there was nobody. Yeah. So I stopped working completely, and and then I think that was when I realized how much my identity was wrapped up in my my career in dance, right? And um, I was not not happy. I need to 
I feel like working on something, creating ideas, invigorates me. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not doing something, it just doesn't work. And I say to my husband all the time, I'm like, I just can't be that person. Like, I can't be the woman. And, and I like give credit to the people that can because I think it's an amazing thing to be able to be like, I'm going to dedicate my time to my children. I'm going to take care of my home. I feel like sometimes my home is like total chaos and it drives me insane because I want it all. And that's a three. Like, we want it all. Yeah. And I want my house to look totally like to look totally warming and welcoming I want the dinner on the stove and I want my I want to be involved with my kids like I don't that's I think the struggle for me is I don't want to miss out on the kids stuff but I also don't want that to be the only thing I do yeah more literally I have the utmost respect and more power to the mamas that um don't that um don't work I mean, I, and not that you don't get adult interaction if you're a stay at home parent, mm-hmm. um, I, but you don't have that relationship. Like I, like my work wives, you know, I have my work wives and I'm sure that there's other outlets. I just couldn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like certain friends. I think that's where mom friendships become really, really important, mm-hmm. and that I struggle in that in that land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I struggle because, again, like I I can't I can't shut everything out and let my kids be my world. I love my kids, I really do, but I have to have other things going on, and I feel like sometimes that makes it harder for me to make mom friends. Yeah. We need um, a, a stay-at-home mom to be one of our guests. Yeah, to, absolutely. To, to talk, because I would love to pick their reins. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, totally. I would love to. Um, and I remember thinking to myself, like you were talking about, like you want your welcoming home, you want your, you know, the, the stuff all. on the stove. And I was, like I do want that. I, I want like, my house to be immaculately clean is really what I want. Um, but I also had this vision of like, uh, when Lila was born 10 years ago, I had this vision of like, I'm gonna make all the- Baby food? The, well that, no, but like, like I was gonna make all of the photo books, I was mm-hmm. gonna create all the Shutterfly books, I was gonna be like the Pinterest mom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's just not me. I buy like, <laughs> by the time I, get all this stuff for the Pinterest project and it's an epic fail. I spend more money on trying to buy all this stuff and then trying to like do it again. Or maybe this is the seven in me where I buy all this stuff for multiple Pinterest pro- projects. Totally. And then like they're sitting on my table and I haven't started them. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, but yeah. I'm like, or yeah, so I, I might as well just go buy the thing instead of trying to create it. Well, I will say when my twins were born, I started every, I guess the first Christmas, I made a photo album for us and all the grandparents. And I made one album and like shared it with everybody. Like you don't get your own special album. You get everybody's in it, you know? Like so my dad has to see my mom in the album. My mom has to see my dad and you just need to get over it. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't care. I didn't do that. (laughs) I I separated. I'm like, you know what, you just got to deal. Yeah. Um, I think that's what having the, the babies all together does to you, because you're just like, well, this is how it is. Sorry, friends. Mm-hmm. And 
but it's good because it got me into um, this mode now. Like, I feel like I can't stop. I now have an album from every Christmas. And so how do you stop? But it's good because it forces me. But I will say every year, I say like, I'm gonna work on it all year. And I'm like, all year, I'm gonna add photos from each month so that when November rolls around, it's all I have to do is make it look pretty and it's done. I don't ever do that. Thanksgiving weekend, I spend the whole weekend like cursing everybody out. <laughs> because of course it has to be done early enough that it'll like come in in time right. for Christmas. And so, oh, you mean you don't pay like the extra fifty to eighty dollars of expedited shipping like I do, where I'm like, oh, you crap, forgot. I actually do want to send out holiday cards. You forgot I'm married to a Scottish man who we do not pay for the extra shipping. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and, and ask me if I've done anything on that this year. Uh, that is a hard no. All right, well, I'll hold you accountable to that, and you hold me accountable to uh, doing the same, not paying the, yeah. the extra shipping. Just remind me that I actually do want to send out the holiday So when price. I do mine, I'll be like, so I'll send you a picture of my, like, screen, and I'll be like, done. Yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. So, so what else does it say about threes? Threes. Uh, this is good. This is right on track of what we're talking about. They live for setting a goal, killing it, setting another goal, killing it, in the next goal, killing it. This is where the threes get their energy, but it costs them. Imagine a three is working on an important project at work when their spouse or friend calls to say they're feeling angry or upset with them about something. The three might have feelings about that situation as well, but having to deal with feelings threatens their ability to complete their project on schedule. So they disconnect in order to stay focused on work. Hmm. We're, we're sitting outside yeah, in our vacation spot, and I think they're starting to uh, clean. Yes. <laughs> um, vacation slash work slash You get a lot of working. We get a lot of working. So we're sitting out on the porch. We're about to wrap up the um, little getaway by the fire and figured, hey, let's just chat a little bit. Oh, and this is totally me, and I feel like you should know this about me. Maybe you don't know me because I'm me, but... Threes are pragmatic, they'll do whatever it takes to get the job done. To achieve a goal, a three might cut corners for the sake of expediency. Oh good, I bet you if you go back to seven, yeah. it'll say that I'm super detailed. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> And that's does. why I get out the marker and the so checklist. That's perfect. that's perfect. I believe like yesterday I said something to you about like the intro and I was like, we're just gonna say it and move on, remember? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. we're not gonna say it a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, um, okay, no, we're doing it. So I think somehow our relationship, our work relationship will help us meet in the middle mm -hmm. and that'll be a good thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's already happening. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything. A three has a very long chapter about work, which- Well, I'm gonna read it in detail so I know what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> I'm gonna um, have to keep borrowing that book. Yeah, so funny. Oh my gosh. And it does talk a lot about threes being charismatic. And I get that a lot. Like, um, I was on a podcast as a guest a while back. And they were like, you know, your energy, like, makes us want to get up and do what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, except until I started talking about how I get up at 5 a.m. And, and then it was like crickets. <laughs> they were like, you're awesome. Your energy is amazing. And then they're like, I was like, oh, and I get up at 5 a.m. and I have a two-hour morning routine. And it was like, 
They're <laughs> <laughs> like, that might not be for us. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do that. I used to start my days at 3.50 a.m. Yeah. And that's just, it worked. I, it, I did everything for me. Yeah. Before everybody woke up. Like, my routine was done before... I felt like my day was complete before I even yes. started work. <laughs> well, and that's, like, actually what works for me because I feel like if I don't get up, and I've struggled during the pandemic, I feel like initially there was no more school routine. Like, I mean, they went on school. Yeah. You know, they went online for school, but we didn't have to get out the door and work changed. I was pivoting. But initially I was like, I didn't feel like that demand. I knew that, like, at noon when they were on their break, I could go for a walk, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I didn't feel that demand and I lost, I, I've been struggling and I lost my morning routine and I'm really working hard to get it back because honestly, like we don't have that time and I don't do that for myself. And in my house, like once 6.45 hits, nothing's happening for Sue. Mm -hmm. And if I don't have it, then I literally spend the rest of the day like kind of annoyed at everybody. Yeah, oh. I, th I definitely feel the energy shift when I don't get me time. I also, like, I would have told you before being quarantined that I would never have, well, one, I would never have a home yoga practice. Like, mm -hmm. I really love just, I had to get oh. out of the house no matter what it was. I have all the equipment in my basement to, like, do every workout imaginable. You and, <laughs> and I, but I would get so seriously distracted in the home so I one I would have said I would never had a home practice of any form of workout two I would have told you it would not be happening at nine o'clock at night mm -hmm. um and that's exactly what's happening right now and it actually like I'm I'm in it now like I don't want to wake up at 5 30 a.m mm -hmm. um I you know now everything's happening after um, bedtime yeah. and so like my yoga practice is happening at 8 30 9 o'clock at night and I think you got a little bit of a taste of it last night like I, I my energy spikes it's around that time because and I feel I'm like, like game on it's like 9 30 10 o'clock at night game on let's do it yeah last night Kirsten was like we're gonna record this now and she's like telling she's talking her story and I feel like mm -hmm. I can feel her energy like I'm very in tune with other people's mm -hmm. energy in general and that can be like a really good thing and sometimes it can be really challenging because I take on other people's energies and feelings yeah. um when I used to teach Pilates like certain teachers had uh, you know when I taught in a studio setting multiple Pilates teachers would be teaching on the floor at the same time and it wouldn't even be my client but if someone had like a client who was really negative I would have to like mentally prepare myself for that hour where that person was in the same space as I was teaching because I'm so sensitive to other people's energies yeah I you know I, I feel like everybody's sensitive to people's energies and they don't know it yeah right I'm like energy mm -hmm. yeah you're super in tune to it um because energy and there's science to back this up energy is more of a connecting force between people than words mm -hmm. and but people don't know that yes. like they're actually reacting to people's energy or or relating to people's energy or like they, they just they're not yeah so so last night it was like we had more to record and it was the last night of the trip so we had to get it done 
and we started talking. Kirsten, I had my post-it out with the checklist. She did have the post-it out. She was like, "I need to be able to cross this off," and I could feel your energy going up. And as that was happening, I feel like my energy was going down and I was like sinking down into the couch. And then you're like, okay, your turn to tell your story. And I was like, I'm not sure I can speak English right now. (laughs) Yeah. Because I am literally like nine o'clock, computer shut. I did get to where you're at for a while during the pandemic where I was working till like 11 o'clock at night. But then I was not able to get up in the morning for my morning routine. And then I was finding that I was just not able to handle my kids the way that I wanted to. Um, So I think the whole point here is as long as you find time for yourself, it doesn't matter when it is. And you have to just know yourself well enough to know what works for you. Yeah, and and not be rigid around it. You Mm -hmm. know, like you'll find... I'm a little rigid. Yeah, you'll find... (laughs) Well, yeah, but you'll find you'll find what works for you um, if you're a yes for it, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I, we might talk about this a million times on the show, but if you're rigid and it you don't get your practice in the morning or your self-care in the morning, and it's like, well, I'm an absolute no for it at night, well, then it doesn't happen at all. Correct. And, and I've lived, I lived that for many years mm-hmm. and I was pissed. Yeah. Um, and and you picked up on my energy like last, last night, night like I tried to teach and, and like and we were doing yoga and Pilates at like <laughs> nine o'clock at night and um but you know it's I feel like it's just being open. Sevens with a six wing. These sevens are more settled than other sevens. Fueled by the consciousness of the six, they give both projects and people more time before moving on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. I don't feel like you rush your connection with people. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that why like people tell me their life stories in the grocery line? Yes. You know, that actually <laughs> brings up something that I was thinking about, and I was thinking about like how we both got into this, like these businesses and this podcast. And <clears throat> for me, it was like, I started to notice that everyone was coming to me for advice on wellness right Mm -hmm. and I was like wait all of my friends come to me when they're not feeling good to talk to me about what I would do or what they should do Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I was like hmm (laughs) yeah yeah I like for as long as I can remember people literally will tell me strangers will talk to me in grocery lines and tell me their life story Mm. and it just happened the other day um, Lila and I were out looking for I'm trying to create a yoga studio in my basement and we went to look for flooring and this woman, and I actually really enjoy it. Like sometimes I'm in a rush and, and there's that. (laughs) And they're like, I'm not going to rush the conversation. Like I just won't, I won't rush the connection. And which is the difference between a three and a seven, because I get so anxious on time and getting my things done that I will rush. Yeah. So she was telling me about, her do- I don't even know how it started, but she was telling me about her daughter and her daughter just graduated from social work school and she just so happened to graduate from the college that I went to and she was looking for, like literally, she's way younger than me, like 20 some years, but she was like basically giving my timeline through college and so my was on her phone next to me and she's pretending to text, but she's 
texting me and can we leave i'm ready to go i'm ready to go i'm like well she must not be a seven because she was done and i'm like no she's probably not a seven that's another episode but we should figure out what (laughs) our our kids kids are are. yeah Um, but the last bit of the seven with a six wing is these sevens are sensitive and a bit more anxious but they successfully use charm to disarm once they commit to a relationship, they have a good chance of staying connected and working out challenges in it. These sevens are dutiful and loyal to family and friends. They are funny, entertaining, and accepting of others. Like, that's you to me. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks. <laughs> I don't know about funny, but I'll take it. <laughs> I think you're funny. I think you're funny. You'll, listeners, you'll you find out. I think you're funny when you, when you like stop thinking about like making it perfect. Mm-hmm. And then you're funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not being perfect, it's like, then you can be yourself. So. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I think I'm, I'm funny, but only when I'm in a setting that I'm really comfortable in. Mm-hmm. And when I'm, I get, I was like, I'm like an introverted extrovert, I guess. But like, in new situations where there's lots of new people, I'm not comfortable and I'm not funny. And I'm like, is it time to go yet? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that. And I think um, what I've experienced in doing a lot of uh, inquiry work is the concern for looking good, right? Mm-hmm. Like the concern, like I would say that like a lot of times I'm be like, no, I'm, I'm okay if people yeah. don't like me. Mm-hmm. But that's just not true because I really do want connection and we all want connection. We're hardwired for connection. But my my defense would be yeah, it's okay if it yeah. doesn't work out. And though like it's it's actually my concern for looking good. So I'll just put up a wall. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um so it's that could be another topic for another day, but the concern for looking good and not just like physically you know how you look on the outside but the concern of like are people gonna like me or not yeah and I think that like we all want to say we don't care if people mm-hmm. like us um but for the most part we, we don't we all care because Absolutely. we're human beings and human beings are supposed to connect and that's been the struggle of COVID and pandemic I mean it took away our connections I remember when we were like more in like strict lockdown in the beginning and I'm not really a phone person. I don't really like to talk on the phone that much. But I found myself like t- calling people and just because I just wanted to talk to somebody that wasn't in my household. Yeah, I mean, we mostly talk on Zoom. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think only when we're in the car will we. Yes. You know. Yeah, I'm not really like a phone conversation. Yeah, person. we talk on Zoom. My some of my friends and I now send videos like instead of texting oh, we'll send videos idea. like we were trying to plan a girls night and instead of texting like hey let's get a date on the schedule I sent them a video of myself and they're sending back videos so we've been doing that like just to see faces thank you for joining us today you can follow us on Instagram at well to you podcast at well to you at fear not coaching and at opal wellness studio we can't wait to see you soon